Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show, heard right here on My Talk every Sunday at 10 a.m. and available to podcast and listen to anytime at mytalk1071.com, keyword wealth. Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from ClearStep Financial, Carla and Cassandra, with hosts, Miss Shannon. Yes, thank you for joining us for the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Ms. Shannon. Very excited to hopefully just give you a little more peace of mind. We know that there are lots of ups and downs going on right now out there in our financial environment. So to help us navigate all of that, of course, our good friend from ClearStep Financial, Carla Zevnik-Seitzer, is on the phone with us. Hello, Carla. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to uh, be a part of this conversation today. I think... You know, there's so many people with questions and concerns on their minds and uncertainty from so many aspects. Uh, So I'm just so happy to be here today to just talk and have a good conversation about some of these uh, questions people have, uncertainties that people have, Shannon. Right, because I do want to continue to talk to you, uh, since you are such an expert, you and Cassandra and your fine team over at ClearStep Mm -hmm. Financial, about, you know, when you are trying to... um, figure out how to have your money, as Cassandra's also put it, work for you so that you don't have money, as I think she put unemployed money. Um, But it's so complex right now and so volatile. And even those of us who spent a a lot of time with their mindfulness practices of trying to stay calm and sleep more, I'm like, I'm still, I have a lot of questions, Carla. I have a lot (laughs) going on in my brain. And talking to the uh, experts like the folks over at ClearStep Financial is a good way to start. And so especially if people have not set up that, I'm sorry, that complimentary consultation thus far, I really encourage them to do so and take one thing off your to-do list. Right, Carla? Right. And we offer that complimentary consultation. It's you just go to clearstepfinancial.com. Let us know that you want, that you heard us on my talk. You would like to just talk uh, sometimes you just need some time just to talk through uh, some ideas, strategies. Some people are are on their way to retirement. Mm-hmm. Some people are getting really close to retirement. You know, that's a new phenomenon here that yes. baby boomers are retiring uh, very, you know, they're retiring sooner than maybe they thought they would. And then you've got people already in retirement that, you know, that just want their money to last throughout their whole life, and, right. and they have some concerns as well. So you can call us, too. So you can either go to my talk, I mean, um, clearstepfinancial.com, mm-hmm. go to our website, uh, request a free compl- or a complimentary consultation, or call us. You know, we I like to pick up the phone, yes. uh, 651-600-0855. And we can schedule a time with you just for that initial complimentary consultation to see if we're a good match. You right. know, you, you've got to be a good match for us. We need to be a good match for you as well and to see how we can help you. But we'd love to be able to do that. That's why we're here. Uh, you know, I know, Shannon, we talk about this frequently, but we're educational-oriented. Yes. Uh, we want to teach about money and finance right. and, and educate people about that topic. So that's, that's key with us. And speaking of education, we'll remind people about some upcoming events that you have coming up for ClearStep Financial Friends and Family. Um, so including a Financial Basics virtual webinar that you have coming up. And yep. I love this one because it talks about a lot of those things that, you know, even if you dabble, like if you're someone like me that's a dabbler and you have like one of those online stock accounts or, or anything where it tells you things like, 
hey, you should be into dollar cost averaging. And I have to remind myself, mm-hmm. okay, I read that, right? You know, or talking about tax buckets and, and those kind of things. And that's what you'll cover in this financial basics course, right? Oh, my God. We have, we have one of our top financial trainers, uh, Adam Hub, in uh, the Minneapolis area, mm-hmm. that will be covering that at a, on a virtual webinar. It'll be Tuesday, February 8th at 6.30, 6.30 to 7.30, virtually. Mm-hmm. So you can sign up on our website, clearstepfinancial.com. Go to events, sign up, register. Uh, we, we open this up because yes. it's educational. We open this up to all clients and all prospects, all people, anyone that wants to get on. And this, this topic, it's interesting, the financial basics topic mm-hmm. is for, like you said, Shannon, you've got people out there that are dabbling, yes. right? They dabble in the stocks. They mm-hmm. might dabble in Bitcoin. They might yes. dabble in other, uh, other areas. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but then you've got other, and, and that, this would be something for them as well. This, this would be an educational process because there's concepts. If you can add these basic financial principles to your strategies, whatever strategies you're using, you can help increase performance. That's one thing we're going to talk about today. You have right. the ability to increase performance and decrease risk. And then we're going to talk, I know, today about some other ideas on how to do that. But this, Financial Basics webinar is for the newest person getting started in their financial, you know, goals and future, or it's for a well-experienced person, too. There mm-hmm. might be one or two concepts that, you know, you, you're you not in this world every day like we are, right. and you kind of forget sometimes those financial basics that really helped you to achieve your financial goals in life, and so... We'll be going through uh, all those concepts, and it's a great – you can ask some questions, and it's just a very good webinar. So I encourage you to sign up on our clearstepfinancial.com website. And one of the things you mentioned when you have that complimentary consultation, and, and another word that comes up is you want someone who's a good fit, but you also want someone that you can trust. And uh, I, I thought of you last night because I was reading an article, and it's one of my, because, you know, I'm a dabbler in the whole crypto thing. And an <laughs> article came out about one of the currencies that I'm involved in, and it turns out that somebody on their management team is someone who I don't trust. And that was a big story that came out. And and I think that's part of the wonderful thing about working with ClearStep is that especially since you are fiduciaries in these things, there's you it is it is baked into your financial and business DNA to help me make the best decisions and to work work on my behalf, right? Oh my goodness, it's so that's such a key point is the trust. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been I'm on working on my thirtieth year here in the industry and have helped people for so many years to achieve their financial goals, whatever that goal is. You know, both Cassandra and I, our expertise is helping with retirement planning, what, mm-hmm. no matter what age you are or in retirement. And that's, that's our top, you know, uh, expertise here. But it is so important that fiduciary is a special license. We've had it, I've had mine probably 20 some years, 20, mm-hmm. almost 25 years of fiduciary license. And I know now it's, you hear it in TV, you know, you hear it pop up in different commercials and, and so forth. And, it's um, something we never thought we needed a license for, right? You right. always want to do the good, the best for the client, um, but it's a special license that, again, it's it's just a part of who we are. We always want to make sure we're doing the right thing, and 
uh, we are fiduciaries, which means we have a re- responsibility to make sure uh, we're looking at the risk in a client, we're looking at goals, we're looking at uh, what they want to achieve and accomplish, their time frame, time horizon, taxes. Mm-hmm. Those are all key pieces when we uh, make recommendations. Man, I wish we lived in a world where you didn't have to have a special license to do that and people were just doing it, but we clearly do not. Right. <laughs> exactly. <Yes. laughs> like, no. So you are oh. in a, a very special and proper bucket, Carla, <laughs> as yeah, far as it's, helping it's people. Cra- it is crazy, but that trust yeah. is such a key piece to be able to trust people that you know are in their best interest and that you're you're absolutely right that is so key so we want to we want to do that uh offer that complimentary consultation to see if there's a good match for both sides right and Okay, I I feel like we need to explain what we're going to cover today because we want we want to be able to use today's show to ease people's stress, but we are talking about and acknowledging the fact that we are in a very volatile like that just saying that word stresses people out. There's a lot of volatility going right now in our financial um universe. And so right. we can understand why people are really going I'm trying my best to stre- not stress out, but it is causing me worry. Right. And does that make well, sense? Carla yeah and especially people that are close to re- closer to retirement but you know what I found it doesn't matter what age you are right. you don't want to see a big drop in your investments exactly it's that's how so I feel you know oh. I, I mean because for me even though I'm not close to retirement I had other mini goals along the way. And so I'm like, well, this is derailing this thing I was going to do in in four years or five years. And so that, you know, it's stressful for, as you said, it's stressful wherever you are in the journey. If you're, if you're, you know, in your twenties and you're like, I'm finally to the point that I'm starting to pay things down. I feel like I won't be in student loan debt the rest of my life. Now you're like, well, maybe not, you know, because I can't afford, you know, I can't afford to feed myself, you know, like what are we supposed to do? So I, I, I know that there are lots of things that we're going to cover today about some of these strategies, especially when it comes to investing during volatile markets, right? You know, strategies, ideas, Mm -hmm. uh, again, the Financial Basics virtual webinar on February 8th. Sign up for that on our our website. That will help, too. We're going to cover some of those topics. Mm -hmm. Adam will be going into greater detail on that uh, virtual webinar. But today we're going to cover... Well, of course, what we do, Mm -hmm. and this is one of our expertise, is helping people to share ideas and strategies to minimize risk. We want people to have that preservation of their investment, but also we got to be able to grow. Look at inflation. Even if Mm -hmm. inflation's at 6% right now, uh, so if you don't get 6% on your investments, you have the ability to have a guaranteed loss in them, right? Right. So... Uh, There's a lot of strategies and ideas that we work with. We're going to share some of them today. All right. You can also be part of the show if you would like to call into the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Give us a call at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with our friend Carla from Clear Step Financial. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Ms. Shannon here with Carla from ClearStep Financial, trying to help you navigate this volatility that's going on in our financial universe right now. If you have any questions, today is a day to call. The number is 651-641-1071. Carla, I need to do one one technical thing before we get back into talking about navigating on, uh, this volatile market, and that is remind people securities and advisory services offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member FINRA, SIP. PC. So, okay, Ms. Carla, 
when we are trying to look at things and, 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 and should we start with what is, can we explain why our markets seem so volatile right now? Or is that too big of a question? So funny. That's what I was going to, that's the topic, right? That's the mm-hmm. million dollar question right. that everyone has is why, why, why? Mm-hmm. So I always say you can take days, weeks, months to figure out why. Right. And it doesn't necessarily matter why. Okay, fair enough. Uh, there's there's bigger, because none of us really knows, right? Yes. None of us. You, you, even the people behind, the greatest economists out there, they can see things, they can see patterns, they can see sectors, they can, they can calculate all that, and they have a good idea of where we're headed. But if you had a crystal ball, mm-hmm. uh, you're probably not from this planet. <laughs> Fair enough. And so I, I, I love that strategy where it's like, well, why would be nice information? But the, the, the response that we need to do probably is broader than that. So it's like, okay, the why could be A, B, or C, but still the response to A, B, and C might be these kind of things that we're going to discuss today. Is that what we're saying? Right. And okay, you know gotcha. what? Mm-hmm. There's so, we're, yeah, we're not going to really talk about the whys. You know, you yeah. could say inflation is high. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Right. Uh, the talk of interest rates going up by the Fed. Yes, mm-hmm. that could have caused some concern and fear in the markets. People maybe withdrawing their money from the markets can to have a tendency to draw down. There's all kinds of right. geopolitical things going on. Yes. There's a lot. And I always say, you, you know, we don't always know, but there's a lot of uncertainty. And I see people, we still have the COVID hanging out there. We have uh, the concern of that and people around us. Uh, My sister yesterday told me someone who passed away, her good friend of hers. So we, we have, this is all around us. We have family members that maybe aren't doing well, or maybe Mm -hmm. are doing well. I don't want to always talk about the doom and gloom here, but I'm just saying we have a lot of uncertainties and concerns around us. So it's so important to follow and to align with financial advisors that, again, going back to the trust, that can really help trust that that you're aligned with where you need to be. And that can, you know, one of the things that we really focus on is adjusting portfolios yes. on a continual basis in response to the market and economic conditions. Right. So that's, that means that the strategies we work with have the ability to respond, some of them daily, to these market conditions. And that's right. what we want, isn't it? We want, we want to preserve and grow assets. So, but we'll talk, let's talk about a few of the strategies that right. will help people. And we've got about four, uh, not quite five minutes to dip into this beginning, and we're going to come back to it again in the last half of the show for sure. But one of the things that I feel like I understand much better than when I first started dabbling in my investments was dollar cost averaging. So that's one of those strategies to make us uh, more consistent with our investment practices, right? Yeah, and our mm-hmm. financial basic class will will get into this too as to why and give you the numbers. Sometimes mm-hmm. people just need to know, okay, you're telling me the concept, but I really need to see the details. I need to see the proof, the numbers. So uh, we'll, we'll get into that. But dollar cost averaging, now it can work for you or against you. It's interesting, different times of your life. So okay. when you are investing monthly in your 401k, IRA, Roth, liquid account, uh, whatever it is, right? That's called dollar cost averaging, investing every month through the ups and downs of the market. 
if you stuck with that strategy, and I'm not, this is, let's take out the big recessions, right? Yes. We gotta, we gotta take some of those out because those, those add another layer of discussion. Um, but if, if you invest through those, the ups and downs in your 30 years, 40 years, 20 years of, mm-hmm. of investing, you have a chance, you have a chance through investing monthly of not worrying about the market, just letting it ride, of adding additional percents to your investment. Right. You could add up to 30%. Dollar cost averaging is designed to add, to increase performance and, and potentially decrease risk. That's right. one of its outcomes of dollar cost averaging. And dollar cost averaging is definitely for the long-term investment strategies, right? It's not something that you're like, over the next week, if you put in $10 right. every day, it'll make a difference. Right, right, right. exactly. It, um, it, it's designed for long-term. It's designed for long-term. Now, when a person reaches retirement and they're starting to do the opposite, they're starting to pull money out of their account. Mm-hmm. Dollar cost averaging can work the opposite. Okay, why is that? So if you're in a if you're in too volatile of a strategy when you're re- in retirement or close to retirement, you're pulling money out. It's the opposite effect. Okay. So you're pulling money out through the ups and downs. You potentially now. How long do people live in retirement? Twenty, thirty years. Some even forty years. Right. You know, people are living into the age one hundred. So. If you look at that same time frame, you can lose money if it's if your account is too volatile because okay. you're doing the opposite. You're pulling money out right. of the investment. So it's important as you get closer to retirement to possibly minimize risk even more mm-hmm. because dollar cost averaging can be the opposite. And when you're and, and and when you're you know part of the reason why I think it's great to be able to discuss things with you and Cassandra is that it levels out the information that I'm getting from uh, for instance from my apps that I invest via. So they'll always have lots of articles or will you know especially once you look at one article then it'll tell you read all these other articles and they're I'm like should I listen to this one? <laughs> like which one like that doesn't sound terrible but it does get you in this lifestyle of chasing whatever the next big thing is going to be financially. And yep. it seems that from the conversation we have with uh, with you and, and other long-term financial uh, advisors, and everybody's case is differently, if you're looking long-term, you can't always be so reactionary with your investment strategies, it seems like. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's a good point mm-hmm. um, because people can be emotional, so they make uh, fast decisions, maybe not the best decisions when emotion comes into play. And sometimes when people don't work with a specialist like a financial advisor, sometimes they can get emotional, mm-hmm. and uh, then you make pot- potentially poor decisions with investments. Right. But, you know, in, in life, and this, this is not just in the financial world, right, we want to stay grounded. We want to stay grounded. Uh, we want to stay, uh, you know, I always say value-based, the basics. Uh, so often when I'm coaching people in this business or in life, I, I always say go back to your basics. Mm-hmm. Go, back to, go back to your roots. Go back to foundations. There's so much value in that because that's where if you want to increase your odds of achieving success, go back to the basics like these financial basics that we'll be talking about because it, it ensures the opportunity, it ensures um, these are basics that have been proven through time to be effective. 
And Carla will give you more information on that when we return. You're listening to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071, courtesy of our friends from ClearStep Financial. Remind you, you can go to their website, clearstepfinancial.com. Get yourself scheduled for that complimentary consultation or sign up for their upcoming Financial Basics virtual webinar. We're giving you a little like tidbit or a little taste test of some of the things that they'll cover during that Financial Basics webinar. But um, you can get a deeper dive if you go to their events page at clearstepfinancial.com. So, Clarla, um, all right, so we got through the why it makes sense when you're doing dollar cost averaging. If you are in the, 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 the origination part of your investment strategy versus the getting the money out, like, is, is that what we got through so far when you're taking the income right. out? Mm-hmm. Right, well, a couple things, right? You, you as an investor want to make sure your risk matches your risk tolerance as well. And there's different times in your investing that you might be a little bit more risky or a little bit less risky. And so those are are always things to review. This might be a good time to review that. Uh, You know, when your account goes down a certain percent, you think to yourself, well, okay, maybe, maybe I can't handle this or maybe you can handle it. So those are good things to review uh, during this time right now to, to evaluate your risk. Right. Uh, but there might be different times of your life that you're risky, right? Right. Uh, building up toward a savings or long-term savings, or uh, maybe if you don't need that pot of money and mm-hmm. you want to pass that on to family members, or if you just don't think you need it, you could be a little bit riskier too. It doesn't, you know, the down or the, the up and down doesn't matter as much. So those are, those are some key things. I think that's really interesting, like to try and determine like and it's different for all of us because I have little buckets of money that I'm like, I count that as if it went away, I would miss it, but I wouldn't feel emotionally wounded. Like I'd go, okay, like I can see what that does in this particular investment. And that you're right. That changes for me from like where I'm at. I'm like, well, right now I need to take all that money out and put it someplace else. Like and, and that feels safer. But sometimes I'm like, well, if I. If something went completely upside down and I lost it, would I beat myself up for the rest of my life? <laughs> and, that, and that's how I feel with some of the investments that I have over time is I'm going, no, 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 you only have so much over there. So if it didn't, if it didn't go like all these things we see in the articles, like uh, does this, is this a bad strategy? Like sometimes some of my investments that I feel for me are more risky. I feel like, would I be willing to spend this much money on lottery tickets or pull tabs or something else. And if I didn't win, would I go, okay, well, that was dumb. Does that make sense that it's on that level that I have the, well, I'm only willing to spend this money on lottery tickets, but I'm willing to put this much money in this investment and I'm willing to put this much money in my IRA. And is that how a lot of people are trying to figure out what their levels are as far as risk? They Mm -hmm. are, right? And I think uh, there's, there's this balance in life between... Should I mm-hmm. should I buy lottery tickets? Should I, I I liken lottery tickets to crypto? I'm not saying not to do it. Mm-hmm. I I don't, you know, I don't buy lottery tickets just mm-hmm. because, um, just just because I don't. I like the sure way of getting somewhere, which is the investing on a monthly basis, dollar cost averaging through time. That that's just something I feel strong about. But right. I think part of life though is this balance between. What, like you said, what you believe or would be okay to be risk a little riskier on, that might be some stock. That might be right. some other. Um, but then the other 
part of your money, maybe through Roths and IRAs, to be more sure-footed, to be, mm-hmm. you know what, this is the money I feel confident, dollar-cost averaging, investing in uh, the selection of mutual funds or strategies right. that through time has proven itself. So there, there is that balance of, of both. Um, there was, you know, and I don't, I don't um, agree with people who put all their money in these high-risk because that, that may or may not bode well for you right. in, down the road. Right. So, so have some sure ways of, of getting to achieve your financial goals as well. When we are, again, for the dabblers out there, we say high risk, but are there certain um, monikers or definitions or red flags or things that you can go, this is an indicator that this is more high risk if you're doing this yourself and are not talking to a financial advisor to go, this counts as high risk. I wouldn't advise you to put your money in there. What If you're just out there and about, what kind of the things are you talking about, Carla? Well, I use the word speculative. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? The word yeah. speculative is a good word. Yes. If it's, um, uh, maybe it's a newer thing, maybe it's unknown, maybe there's not as much of a track record. Mm-hmm. May, mutual funds are less speculative because right. they have a diverse pool of stocks, 100 stocks or so. ETFs can be the same, uh, although you can buy a speculative ETF. So it's when something is, the unknown is out there, uh, you, you can see its history, maybe a, even a month history of how up and down it is. That's more speculative. And so if it is, just know that, that be okay with that part of your money to be in that speculative category. Right. I always say maybe 10% of your assets to, to be in that category and okay. the rest, have some certainty that you'll know that through dollar cost averaging through time, you'll mm-hmm. achieve your financial goals. Right. And are there other things that when you are trying to balance out your investments and we've talked bits and pieces, we're talking about, uh, I, I believe that you're talking about those buckets that we have. So a variety of different things is having it in a variety of places, part of what helps minimize our risk during these volatile times. And that. Yep, that's a really good point. Diversification is one area that could help decrease risk and increase potential performance. Okay. So diversified mutual funds, diversified asset classes, uh, meaning growth, large cap, small cap, that type of thing, global, uh, diversified asset classes, diversified in, um, it, it could be, again, it depends on how close you are to retirement, but you've got... Uh, you've got stocks, bonds, and cash. Okay. That could be a diversification. Another diversification could be where you're putting money in a 401k deferred, but maybe you have a Roth option in there. Maybe mm-hmm. you have the ability to put some of your money after tax in your 401k, or if you make under a certain income level, you could invest in a Roth tax bucket, which means when you pull the money out, you don't pay taxes. Uh, that could be an option, too. So part of diversification is really key. That's a, such a good point. Key to, again, being feeling happy and secure in your financial life for your future, mm-hmm. whether it be a goal in the next five years, ten years, or, or longer. It depends on where you're at with your financial goals. Uh, but that is, that is really a, a key to feeling happy, secure, and enjoying life. Uh, well, financially. Well, as you are having these discussions with your ClearStep Financial uh, clients, 
when you are looking at their assets, how do you help them determine when they're out of balance? Like you talked about balanced accounts, but you said that 10 percent. But what else might be throwing us out of balance and making things more volatile in our personal finances than they need to be? You know, and, and we can be out of balance in, in, you know, when I, well, sometimes a lot of people are in balance. Oh, okay. And they don't know it either. Okay. Mm-hmm. For instance, we'll sit down with people and maybe they have certain allocations in their 401k. And you know what? They they they, they can be pretty good. They, mm-hmm. I'd say, uh, you know, that's part of our discussion is maybe what makes sense to make reallocated based on my goals, my risk tolerance, and what doesn't, what you know, there's a lot of people that are doing the right thing, and maybe they don't know that or, or right. question it, or uh, you know. So sometimes sitting down, we might say, you know, this this makes sense, but maybe over here, this is what what doesn't make sense because maybe for your time horizon, it might be a little off balance, might be too risky, or maybe too conservative. People can be too conservative too. So we just look at ages, mm-hmm. risk tolerance. Uh, your goals, financial goals, those are all so many variables out there. And then to see if it's like a balance beam, right? Are you swayed one way or the other or right. are you kind of in, on track there? Wobbling a little bit, but but kind of on track to uh, achieve that financial goal. So that's all part of the discussion. I'm glad that you brought up the maybe you're doing the right things and you're still doubting it. And that must also come up very often when we're in these volatile markets because Maybe you're 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 do you you seem safe and you're making a little and you're getting towards a goal, but it's like, am I doing it right? Should I be doing something? Should I be doing this in air quotes better? Like like like, am I am I costing myself money by inaction? Because I think of that sometimes. Like, should I move this stuff just to move it? Maybe that you know maybe it shouldn't be sitting here. Um, and so. You know, how do we slow down our our anxiety about you are in a good place sometimes with your finances? Well, part of it is meeting with a financial advisor, right? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, re- you know, someone, again, you got to be able to trust. Let's go back right. to that word trust. That's such a good word. You got to be able to uh, trust the recommendations. You want to make sure they're experienced too through some of these ups and downs, through some of the, you know, there's three different types of drawdowns out there. You have corrections, which we appear to be in one now, which is 10, negative 10 to negative 20%. Right. Uh, usually corrections come back within a year. Uh, it could be sooner, but okay. usually within a year. Uh, re- then we have these recessions, negative 20 to negative 50. Mm-hmm. It was back in 2020 of March. We actually went from a correction to a recession in that month. Right. When that account drew down 30 to 40%, they were down. Now, I know they did come back up, but just understand we're still working through the COVID. You know, we are not totally recovered from that, right. from the shutdowns. We are still, our economy, our markets, uh, all of that, we're still working through that right now. And then you have the uh, something called a Great Depression that we could be heading into. I'm not going to talk about that right now. Mm-hmm. So these are types of, of time frames based on economic where we're at and that, that where these drawdowns occur. And so, you know, now it's the question of do you want to stay in passive accounts where they just go up and down through the ups and downs of the market and then less risk as you get closer to your financial goals? Or there's something called active, 
which is what I originally talked about, mm-hmm. uh, where a portfolio is adjust on a continued basis in response to markets and economic conditions. Well, when so we... those are all topics that we help people to decipher what what makes the most amount of sense for you. So let's Do you give want downside protection and preservation or. Are you okay going through the ups and downs of the market? And Mar- Carla, we're going to go on a break again, but when we come back, can we... Welcome back to the Financial Wealth, Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Carla Zemnick-Seiser, president of ClearStep Financial. We've been going over some ways that you can navigate the volatility that is going on right now in our financial markets. And so, um, Carla, we talked about a variety of things today, so thank you for sharing all that, and hopefully it's some information out there that people can go, all right, I at least know I what questions to start with when I'm calling someone <laughs> regarding my finance finances but does that happen often like I feel like for me when I first called I wasn't sure what I was even going to like how to even start does that make sense when I was the very first time I called clear step oh my goodness you know uh, so again that's so when people get started, yes, a lot of times we're helping people get started with their investing, and it's just a matter of getting people on the right path, right? And But some people, like I said, for years they're investing in their 401Ks right. and they don't have a financial advisor, but they want to know are they doing the right thing, and, and now they're in their late 50s, 60s, ready to retire. So we get, we get the gamut, in, the, you know, in between as well, and we're – we want to help people, so we're, we're, you know, that's what our focus is. Mm-hmm. Um, but so when you're getting started, you want to invest potentially a little bit different than when you're, like I said, in your late 50s, 60s, and now ready to retire. There's just um, a, sh- you know, retirement is a mental shift. Yes. And it's also a, a shift with finances as well. And so we really go through that process and help people through that. Well, Carla, we had talked about a variety of different ideas that you suggest when you're minimizing volatility while you're investing. So we got to some of those things about guaranteeing income accounts. Now, what are those? Which ones are those options again? You know, so we're going to do a we're going to do a show on guaranteed income. Okay. There was a article that just came out that said that if financial advisors are not offering this to people to clients that they may there may be a fiduciary responsibility to at least offer it. So okay. we're going to we're going to do a show on that. You know, there's a number of strategies that have and companies that offer that. We won't go into the detail right okay. now, but they you know, they offer the guaranteed lifetime income. It's designed as people get closer to retirement, they want a portion. You know, look years ago how people would retire with a three-legged stool, right? Yes. They would retire with Social Security. I look at my father. Right. He retired with a pension, Social Security, and some of his own savings. Well, today you rarely see that unless you're working as a teacher or government worker of some kind, city worker. You may still have that pension, but so many people don't have that anymore. It's right. that guarantee income that comes in every month. It gives people a layer of security. So... Uh, we're going to have a show on that, talking about how important that is to have that three-legged stool uh, when you get into retirement because it really does give you that peace of mind. You you know, you don't want to have to worry about your finances when you're in retirement. You want to enjoy life and and uh, feel secure and, 
and have that happiness. Right. Especially since you've mentioned on numerous occasions that we are in retirement much longer than we used to be. Yes. People are living longer. And so that's one of the fears is, will I have enough money? Will my money run out in retirement? And, and so when people see these big drawdowns in their accounts, even at 10%, 15, 20, you know, if we head into a recession, hopefully we won't, but right. you know, that's your 20 to 50% uh, range of a drawdown and negative where your accounts can drop. That, that really is a concern with people. So one of our strategies that we work with, and I'm a firm believer in this, I've been working in this area for about 25 years, uh, the, the ability to minimize the risk is more of an active strategy. Okay. So you've got passive, which it would be like your 401k, you invest monthly, and there, but there's no one really watching it to protect it in there. you got to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and you may or may not know when to do that. And then you've got your active which uh, some of the strategies we work with actively watch it on a daily basis where they're managing the risk. It's not perfect, but gosh, they do a great job of minimizing the risk, which is the volatility in there, picking up sectors that might be better in a volatile market than just sitting it and letting it ride in a passive account. You know, so the active has the ability to, again, minimize some of that risk as well as potentially increased performance because, again, they rotate the sectors. They okay. rotate the strategies. They'll, they can even go to bonds and cash to minimize the risk. So it's just a more active approach. So what do you, you know, I always ask people, do you want, do you want the passive or do you, would you rather have more of an active Manage portfolio. Right. And so that's if we're reading all of the asterisks and the things in my paperwork. Is that the third party management that I'll go, oh, that's what they mean when they say that? Exactly. It's gotcha. more of a company that, that we hire together uh, to just manage daily. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, don't, uh, they don't do anything else. They don't sit down with clients. That's our role. Mm-hmm. Our role is to meet with people, make sure financial goals are aligned, make sure risk tolerances are aligned, and and uh, so we work with some third-party companies, a number of them, that that's all they do is manage the portfolio daily. And they, they, that's their expertise. And they do a very good job rather than letting it sit mutual funds and going through the ups and downs. Right. Well, Carla, I know we want to remind people that this might be a good time for them to look at their investments and see if they match what their risk tolerance is currently. Like, especially now, things probably feel a lot more dire than we want them to feel for so many of our people out there that are listening. Yeah, just just review. Mm -hmm. Uh, Review where you're at. Maybe you'd like, again, a complimentary consultation just to kind of see where you're at, see if we can help you in any way. And sometimes it really does help to talk to, you know, like, like look at ClearStep Financial, right? Cassandra and I, we both specialize in the ability to minimize the risk and potentially help increase performance. That's, that's, what, uh, that's what we specialize in. And so uh, retirement planning and income planning, you know, the other thing is that the, the fixed income market, the bonds, are so low and they'll probably be low for a number of years ahead of us. Okay. So people years ago would invest in a more conservative portfolio and draw from their bonds. Right. Well, they can't only draw 1% or 2% from them because mm. they don't have the ability, ability to generate the income like years ago. So that's, um, that's why we have, we've shifted to other strategies that 
still can give the income but have the ability to give potentially a greater amount of income than the bonds because they, they don't, they're, they're just not, the income is not there. Right. Well, I'm glad that you have not only shifted to that, but you've also provided such so many educational opportunities in such a variety of ways, including your upcoming webinar. Just go to clearstepfinancial.com, go to the events tab, and you can see that list for the year, including the February 8th one on financial basics. So remind everybody what we'll cover in that one. Yeah, we're going to cover uh, the, the financial basics, no matter how old you are, no matter where you're at in your investment world. So it's for the beginner investing. It's also for the person who's invested all their life and they want to get a good idea of, of maybe some, maybe it's one piece that, that you may want to focus on. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about the three different types of tax buckets, dollar cost averaging, uh, how you take an income from your strategies, how volatility affects your accounts, uh, di- different uh, sector investing, different strategies, the three-step process that we work with with clients, uh, the educational approach. So we're going to go through all that, and there will be time for questions too because so many people might have one or two questions about this or that, and we'll do our best to answer questions as much as we can on the webinar as well. Well, thank you so much, Carla. We will talk to you again next week. Reminding everybody again, go to clearstepfinancial.com.